Okay, I am probably as excited to record this video as any other video that I've put together recently because um, on the scale of marketing nerddom, I'm definitely a 10 out of 10. And when I have a new realization or a new concept that helps me put like marketing and advertising copywriting into perspective and how to connect with the market and how to really nail your message that like gets me super excited and so i hope you know i hope that you see the value in this message the same way that that i got the value out of this message because it combines the Eugene Schwartz market awareness model that represents the stages of awareness that any market will go through with my own Paisa copywriting formula. Uh, and and it, um, it just, just all together, it, it creates incredible clarity about how to match your advertising, your marketing message to your market's current state of awareness, to your target prospect's current state of awareness and how to know exactly what to say to that segment of the market, to that slice of the market, to that particular prospect in order to move them forward from where they are all the way up to the sale. So I know that's a big promise, but you're going to see exactly how it works in just a minute. And in, in my head, this is like the golden key to message market match. And this is something you probably want to take notes on. So we're going to start with the Eugene Schwartz uh, market awareness model. So we have awareness and I wrote UPS. Y D. Now this actually comes from um, this comes from Keith Krantz talking about the Eugene Schwartz model and um, coming up with this this great acronym. And Keith wrote one of the best selling books on Facebook advertising. Um, so so in the Eugene Schwartz market awareness model, your prospect, your market moves from moves through these stages of awareness. So first, they are unaware. They're not aware that they that they like have a problem or a challenge that they want to have solved. And then they become problem aware. They become aware that they have a problem that they want to have solved. Then they go looking for potential solutions and they become solution aware, meaning they recognize that a solution of some kind exists out in the marketplace and it may uh, be something that they do. It may be products, it may be services, it may be, there's all sorts of potential solutions, but they become aware of like the general category of a solution. And then they become you aware, as in they become aware of the specific brands, specific uh, products or services that, that may actually solve that problem. And then they become deal ready. In other words, in other words, they're, they're ready to buy. Okay. They're, they're ready to buy. So uh, a market will move from unaware to problem aware, to solution aware, to you aware, to deal ready. And, um, and I'll, I'll kind of show you this in at least one real example in a minute. Now, your 
Um, your message is um, using my PISA formula. We're going to talk about my PISA formula and how that structures uh, marketing messages. And we'll connect the dots here in a minute. So first, we address and, oh, well, while we're doing PISA, P-A-I-S-A. So P-A-I-S-A. So um, it goes, first we address the problem. We help the prospect define the problem that they have, um, the, the unfulfilled need, the unfulfilled desire. We, we speak to that in their awareness and we bring out the definition of the problem in their awareness. And then we agitate the emotional experience of that problem. We agitate the emotional experience of the problem. Then we invalidate other solutions. We invalidate other potential solutions that they may be looking at, um, which is going to set up buying criteria to support our solution, or sometimes I write solve there, but we're going to set up buying criteria um, through invalidating other solutions that support our solution. We're going to define a general solution here um, that aligns with our specific solution. And then we're going to ask, we're going to make a specific offer for our product or service, whatever it is that we have to offer. So over here, we have Eugene Schwartz's market awareness spectrum, uh, where a market goes from unaware to problem aware to solution-aware, to you-aware, to deal-ready. And over here, we have um, the structure of a selling message, a marketing message, um, which states the problem, helps the, the market define the problem, helps the prospect define the problem, um, creates emotional agitation around the experience of having that problem be unsolved, unresolved, invalidates other solutions, uh, explains why they're not an ideal fit for the uh, for the prospect, presents the criteria of what a solution needs to do, uh, tying that to our solution, and then asks, makes an offer to get someone to take action. Um, so here is what I realized yesterday, and here's, here's the golden key. When your market is unaware, when your market is at that point of unawareness, you have to start your copy with the problem. You have to define the problem for them. And that takes them to that point of being problem aware. And then once they're problem aware, you have to show them why it's important to solve that problem through the agitation, through the emotional agitation of leaving that problem unsolved. Then they're going to, um, then they are, going to need a solution. They're going to become solution aware. Like they're going to recognize, yes, there has to be a solution for this and I need it. But then they're going to be considering multiple other solutions in the marketplace. And so you need to invalidate 
other solutions. You need to explain the um, why a solution has to meet certain criteria and maybe why even either what they're doing or doing it themselves or going with competitors is not a good option. And then they're gonna really start paying attention to you and your solution. And so you are going to want to lay out what your solution is and how it overcomes the challenges with other solutions and, and those solutions being in, invalid. Then they're gonna to get to the point where they're deal ready. And so you ask, you make an offer. Now, um, this, I consider this to be the golden key of message to market match. And so I wanna talk about, I wanna talk about a, an example of a company that's really kind of gone through this entire process. Um, and, and that company is salesforce.com. And Salesforce is an online CRM. And today, pretty much no company in the world would use a, a server-based CRM that's based on their network. Uh, however, when Salesforce started, that is what they did. They, companies would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on like deploying the CRM solution on their internal network so their salespeople could all access this customer data. And they would have these, these complex and expensive solutions. But they had, it was, in a sense, it was a very mature market because they all had the problem solved. When you had this on-site solution, this software solution, the problem was solved. And so in a sense, they were unaware of the problem. They were unaware that they actually needed a cloud-based CRM solution. And so uh, Mark Binioff, the founder of Salesforce, he went on this campaign and the campaign is, is probably uh, best represented by a symbol, like one of those round international no symbols, a, a round red circle with a slash through it, right? Uh, that, that said software in the middle. So no software. So he created a problem with software. He said, your software, your on-site CRM software is a problem. You just don't know it yet. And so he defined this expensive on-site software solution of a CRM as, as a problem. And then he was, able, then they became problem aware, right? And so then he was able to explain why it was a problem. Why is on-site CRM software a problem? So one of the big ones was cost. Another one was if your sales team is in multiple locations, you add a lot of network complexity to be, get them to be able to access the same data. Um, so, and, and go down the list, right? Uh, you want your salespeople to have instant access to that. Uh, not, not only that, like the, the, the cost was prohibitive to a lot of smaller sales teams. So they weren't even uh, really able to, to fully use CRM software. But anyways, so they went from, uh, they became problem aware and he agitated it. And so they were, they became solution aware. Okay, there has to be another, there has to be another solution out there. Um, what is that solution going to look like? And maybe that solution is, okay, well, we can somehow incorporate this, like we can build this on the back end of our website or we can, we can do some, um, some piece together thing. 
And he said, no, like all of those things are too difficult, are, are more difficult than they need to be. And they're not going to get you the ideal outcome that you're looking for, which is basically the ability of, of you know, you have you have a salesperson on the road and they have their BlackBerry and they need to be, ap- be able, because that was what it was, at the, that was the smartphone of the time. Um, they need to be able to access this or they have their laptop, they need to be able to access the customer data before they go to the onsite visit and so on. And um, so, he invalidated other potential approaches and they said, Oh, okay. So this is, this is interesting. So suddenly they're paying attention to, to Salesforce and they say, what, what does an ideal solution look like? And he says, well, it's a website that you, your salespeople log into, your managers log into, everybody logs into, you can even connect into it from your, from your tech people They can feed data into it. And, um, it is, this is what a solution needs to look like. CRMs need to move to the cloud, which was a new thing then. Um, they need to move to websites that are uh, universally available, that are based on robust server hardware, that um, that you actually pay to access on a per seat basis instead of a per installation basis. Um, and and so he defined this new solution. And they said, oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, well, how much is it? And then they made an offer. And they made an offer that was way better way better than the cost of that on-site software for uh, implementing for sales teams. And so that was the very first, the very first um, message to market match of salesforce.com. But now the market has matured quite a bit. So this is a great example of like, at that point, the market was completely unaware that there was a problem with their CRM software. And so at that point, the, the choice was um, this on-site thing or wait, no software? Okay, that's interesting. Let's go down that rabbit hole, okay? Today, that market is very different. Online CRM, definitely not unaware. Uh, definitely like not probably there. They're into the solution aware and you aware because we all know that there's cloud software now. And most of us know what Salesforce is. I mean, they're a big, like uh, publicly traded company, right? So most people are aware of salesforce.com. And so they have to understand today, they have to understand today, maybe why other solutions are invalid and why salesforce.com is a superior solution to make them deal ready for an offer. And at some point, you have a bunch of people, a bunch of prospects on your list. Salesforce has a bunch of prospects in their database who have inquired, who are interested. And those people aren't even here. They're at the, they're at the, the deal ready phase and they're ready for an offer. And so how does this apply like beyond salesforce.com? Well, in every business, you have a mix of, you have prospects, who are entering the market, who are at different stages. Um, and depending on where they are at in terms of market awareness, like if they're unaware, if you're going after like the great unwashed masses, which is the term for like everybody, if you wanna be able to mail the phone book or or just say, you know, I want, I wanna put this ad in front of everybody in this town, this city, whatever, you need to help the people who have the problem define and understand the problem. And then your marketing message does need to walk them through problem, agitate, invalidate, solution, 
ask. So you need to, if you are going with the unaware people, you need to be, uh, you need to help them define the problem. You need to agitate the experience of the problem to the point that they understand like a solution is necessary now. You need to invalidate other potential solutions. You need to define what the ideal solution looks like and map that over to your product or service. And then you need to make an offer. And so if you're approaching an unaware market, that's what you need to do. On the other hand, if you are approaching um, like a, a problem aware market, you are going to um, you are going to acknowledge the problem maybe, but you're gonna very quickly go into, hey, this is a problem that you feel like you need to have solved now. This is an urgent problem for you. So we're gonna agitate the experience of the problem. We're going to compare uh, the, the potential solutions out there or the potential, the, the possibilities, the different ways that the problem could be solved. You're going to invalidate different options. You're going to define the ideal solution and then you are going to ask. You're gonna make an offer. Um, if someone is really solution aware, meaning they're like shopping. So for example, something that somebody might put into a search engine is like this, um, this software versus this software. Well, th that person is very much solution aware. And so um, the most common thing that a, that a software company is going to do is they're going to take... Um, they're going to do comparison charts and this software has this, this software has this, like, and, and here's why the other software is not as good of a solution as ours. This is what our software can do for you. And here is our offer. Um, by the time somebody's really like on your list and really engaged with you, a prospect in your database, like at that point, you really are just saying, you know, here's, here's our product, here's what it does. And always, always, like even if you're approaching your sales message from this point, it is informed by, we know the problem that our product solves. We know the, the, the agitation of leaving that problem unsolved. We know why other solutions are not as valid or as ideal as ours. We have a clear definition of what our solution is, what it can do for you, and we have an offer for you, we have an ask. Um, and so the other thing is if you are doing sales funnels or if you're doing paid traffic, um, a lot of times what happens is like in the area of, of, of paid traffic where you're doing retargeting, you have people who are down in this space. And if you're doing retargeting, mostly your messaging for any retargeting is down in this area. You're not gonna spend uh, nearly as much time on copy that's up in the problem, agitate and validate. You're, if someone has like been to your site, they're on your email list, they're, they're following you on social media and you're just retargeting them, right? You're going to define your solution and you are going to make an offer. Right, and that's what the, the that messaging is going to be focused on. Now, if you have if you're targeting people who are maybe competitors in your marketplace, then um, you're you're recognizing that those people are solution ready, and so your messaging is going to really pick up at that invalidate step and take them through. If you are um, finding ways to target people as they are mostly just becoming problem aware, you're going to uh, really emphasize like, oh, this is why you need to solve this problem now. And you're going to walk them through that process. And again, if you're going after like a really, really broad market, you need to make sure that you are 
addressing the problem first, help, helping them define the problem, helping them identify, okay, these symptoms represent this problem. And then from that point forward, you move them through the PISA formula. Um, so like this is, to me, this is, it's such like a, uh, it's both heady and it is both, um, and it's, it's immediately practical. It's immediately useful. So if you're, if you're trying to come up with the different strategies for this is how we do pay traffic, this is, this is, um, what segment of the market we're going after. This is, um, this is how we're developing our retargeting campaign. This is how we're speaking to our list, you know, at different points, it does actually pay to make sure. So for example, somebody gets on your list, right? Somebody gets on your email list because they're interested in, um, in, in something that you said that motivates them. Um, well, probably early on, you're going to want to give the hottest prospects, the people who are basically deal ready, you're going to want to give them an opportunity to respond right away. But as you continue to communicate with your market through time, you can loop in these different elements to a, um, to even a warm market to kind of remind them to rewalk them through the, 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 the process of, recognizing that they have a problem or a challenge that they're facing, that they have a desire that's unfulfilled and that they, they, they want to move through that. Um, and so, so you can reintroduce these things, but generally like when you, it, it, when you are first connecting with the prospect, when you're first connecting with the market, when you're deciding, okay, what do I say to this particular segment of the market that I'm targeting? You're going to use this golden key to message market match um, based on the Eugene Schwartz market awareness model with a hat tip to Keith Kranz for defining the upside acronym. Um, and then you are going to take my PISA copy formula and you are going to use that to define the particular um, approach to the message, the, the, the conversation that you are entering with the prospect. And um, going all the way back to Robert Collier, who was a, an incredibly successful copywriter around the time of the Great Depression, he uh, introduced this idea, at least as far as I know, that our job as advertisers, as marketers, is to enter the conversation that's already going on in the customer's head. And that's this whole idea of message market match is that the conversation going on in their head, it could be, hey, um, I'm unaware of this challenge, um, but I recognize, okay, maybe I'm starting to recognize some symptoms. So I need a definition of the problem. Oh, I know that I have this problem that I want to have solved, um, but yeah, maybe it's not worth it yet. Oh, well, here's the reason I, I should solve this sooner rather than later. Okay, I've started to look at solutions, uh, but I'm not quite sure which one to decide. Uh, well, here's why different solutions might be invalid for you. Like, here's how you need to understand solutions in order to figure out what's going to work for you. Okay, this person seems to know what they're talking about. Like, what can they do for me? Oh, they can help me define the specific solution that I want. Okay, I want that solution. Well, here is the here's the offer. Here's the product or service that's going to get me that. So if you do that well and you do that right your message to market matches is going to be spot on and you are going to find it much easier to uh, to convert sales 
So my name is Roy Fur. This has been a video issue of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And for me personally, like the value of this idea is 10 out of 10. Like this is, these are the breakthroughs that I'm talking about when I talk about Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. But I'd like to know for you, what kind of value you got out of this. So on a scale of one to 10 in the comments below, leave me a note, let me know. Um, how much value did you get out of this one to 10 and why, what were your biggest takeaways, action items? How is this going to influence your copywriting, marketing, advertising going forward? Also make sure you click that like button before you go. So you get more content like this delivered to you. Also, so the magical algorithms of the internet know to share this with more people like you who would find value from it. If you do have people in your life who would find this valuable, colleagues, coworkers, etc., you can send it to them directly, share it with them directly. I would be uh, incredibly grateful to you for doing that. And subscribe. If you're not yet following me here, uh, certainly follow me here. Also go to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com. Get my daily emails Monday through Friday covering marketing, copywriting, business building, selling, entrepreneurship, and more. And... Um, and, and you'll get these videos, you'll sometimes get articles, you'll get other special trainings from me, um, but you'll only get many of those things when you sign up for the email list. So the links are in the description below. I hope that you've gotten a ton of value here. Uh, I And yeah, I mean, my goal is always 10 out of 10 in terms of the value that I'm delivering. And I hope that this video has done the same for, or, or has delivered a, a level 10 performance for you. Again, my name is Roy Fur. This has been a video issue of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Thanks for watching, and I look forward to seeing you again in your next video. I'll see you soon. Bye.